0: Welcome back! Another edition of the Tony of the Podcast, brought to you by Kyle at Caliber Home Loans and Flooring is Forever Flooring is Harley's got you uh, ready to go. It's springtime; time to make some changes to your home, and that starts with your floors and carpet. Harley is the man at Flooring is Forever Flooring is Forever dot com 46 and Kyle will join me as well in his podcast. He's a big IU guy. He's got some insights going on down there in Bloomington on who could be the next head coach. Why Archie won't stay. We are going to get into that as uh, well, it's underway. Big East tournament underway, big 10 tournament underway. The, uh, the weather here in Indianapolis is going to be perfect. It seems like at least through this weekend um, for the big 10 tournament, go out, watch some games, support some of your local establishments. They will certainly appreciate that. Uh, before we get into some some upset teams, some of that thing, uh, I wanted to talk about Greg Lansing and the firing of the head coach at Indiana State. Uh, Greg has always been good to me. I wouldn't say that we're, we're we're close friends, but we always say hi when we see each other. Uh, he was great with JMV. Always came on and always took care of us when we were uh, down in Indiana State, down in paradise. Um, with that being said, one of, one, of, one of two things comes to mind. One, he's going to be better off. And, and it's not anything bad against Indiana State. Um, when somebody wants to make a move, an AD, to have their own guy in that position, that's, that's, that's the nature of the beast. That's the business. Um, obviously, with that press conference, there was no hard feelings, which was nice to see. Greg's a great guy. And I think he'll get a job um, soon. As, as, as Kyle Gilbert and I were talking about, there is going to be a lot of opportunities for coaches to get gigs and a lot of opportunities for players to uh, make make it into the transfer portal and to to move schools. And we'll we'll see that here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, with that being said, I hope Greg Lansing lands on his feet, as I think he will. I wish him the best. I wish Indiana State the best. I'm not bitter or have any hatred towards Indiana State. Um, it, it's a business decision. It is what it is. So um, he will find somewhere immediately. Maybe it will be Vapo. I don't know. I doubt it. But... Uh, I wouldn't be mad about that. So wanted to uh, mention that as it's obviously on the college basketball scheme of things. Um, teams that are on the bubble right now that I think that are going to play the win, we know Xavier uh, taking on Butler, uh, they're on the bubble. Teams like Colorado State, teams like Boise State, I think are right there, VCU, it's going to be interesting to see how these conference tournaments play out, and then when uh, I guess it becomes semi-Bubbleville here in Indianapolis next week for the opening round of the tournament. If you plan on betting the NCAA tournament, please get a hold of me. I've got codes for Bet Rivers and BetMGM new users, 100% matched um, on your deposit with only a one-time playthrough, which is huge. And uh, if you want to take advantage of those, please get a hold of me on Twitter at Tony DND, Facebook, wherever, um, and we will make that happen. And you can take advantage of those codes because uh, we all love the bonus cash especially when it comes to the NCAA tournament. All right, let's bring him on. He's from Caliber Home Loans. He's a good buddy of mine. We play basketball together. Uh, used to do a show together on Twitter, talking college hoops. Kyle Gilbert with us. And, and Kyle, you're an IU guy, so I know we're going to dive into the Archie situation, but... Uh, I noticed on your Twitter at that guy twenty four, uh, you've got Purdue as, a, as as kind of a long shot twelve to one to win the tournament. You're an IU guy, so you, you're giving us a Purdue pick here as a possible long shot to win this tourney. I mean,
1: if I'm giving you a Purdue pick, you know I'm being honest. So yeah, <laughs> really, really like the matchup, the first or the second round matchup. If they get Ohio State, which they probably will, really like that. They beat them twice the first time. And then the way they match up with Michigan as well. I I just like how Painter's got these young guys. I'm a huge Ivy fan. Um, He's got the bigs with Williams and um, Edie to mess with uh, Michigan and Dickinson inside. So I really like them to make a run to the finals. Official prediction. I have Illinois over Purdue Painter always does well. Contrary to IU um, in the big 10 tournament as well. I really just like their draw on the top half, not messing with Illinois or Iowa. Um, I I will say the only thing that scares me, if you look at Purdue's schedule, they did uh, only get Iowa, Michigan, and Illinois, the top three in the league. They only got each of them once, so pretty fortunate schedule this year for Purdue, definitely, when you look at the record and everything. But with that said, they're getting better. They're really flying under the radar. 13th and Kimpom, nobody talks about this team, and they're sneaky four seed, uh, according to some projections. So, really like them. I got them 12-1. to If that's still
0: available, I'd highly recommend that. Any chance, I mean, IU maybe comes to mind that anybody can – play themselves in the tournament do you see that happening or do we kind of know in the big 10 who's going to be in next week's ncaa tourney yeah i think we kind of know
1: iu pretty much has to win it at this point and maybe three or four three wins to get to the finals but pretty much have to win it and then i think michigan state solidified themselves even though maryland's been back in their way in losing northwestern and somebody else i think penn state down the stretch which is is not good i think they're still probably in um my guess is we know who's in in the big 10 barring a miracle run from an iu or a penn state or somebody like that well you're not you guy. Uh Archie Miller is he?
0: he's gone. He's gone.
1: He's gone. Okay. That's my opinion. I now I know a lot. I've had a lot of inside info. Um I know too much. I wish I didn't know some of the stuff and I can't repeat it, but I don't know anything on this. So let me get that out in front. I'm just my personal opinion, I put a whole tweet thread out there last weekend. There's just no way you can bring this guy back. I hear the buyout. People please read the buyout clause. It's matched dollar for dollar when he gets a job, and he will get a job. He's not taking a booth gig. You know, even if it's only a couple mil, we got to pay him a mil for a couple years. The difference, I just don't see how Dolson's going to bring this guy back with what he's done. I Like I said, I know a lot of inside stuff. There's probably a lot of guys leaving, you know, if he comes back. Um, and one in particular I'm really concerned with. So, it's just yeah. the way it's been. And then the ending on a five-game losing streak, possibly six tomorrow. Like I said, if there were any signs of it trending up, it's not like we have a big class coming in either. It's a one-person class. Like, there's just nothing to hang your hat on to bring him back. The only thing that could save him is, you know, the pandemic situation with revenue. But I just don't see it, honestly.
0: Is, is there anything – I mean, could Archie just – Say you know what I'm burnt out. I'm gonna take a year off after they fire him. Like what is, you could, and that that's the concern with the buyout because if he doesn't yeah. get a job, you're on the hook for that full three
1: point three each year. And they're like, well, some people take a, a booth job like Crean did. Exact perfect example. He took a booth job. I'm just telling you, I don't know Archie personally. Just his personality. He's not a booth job guy. He's extremely yeah. fiery. He will can get. There's going to be so many coaching openings, probably thirty to forty. He can get a job. I mean, let's let's be honest. He's still coaching Indiana. Had a huge success at Dayton. He can get a job. Probably another power six. Worst case, a top tier, um, you know, mid major program. So I don't think there'll be a year off for him. He's not that kind of
0: guy. Kyle Gilbert joins. me. We were talking to IU, some Big Ten. Uh, Any coaches come to mind for you off the top of uh, that that are on the top of your list for the next IU head coaching gig? Oh, I love Devries,
1: Drake. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think he's – somebody's going to grab him. If It's not us going to be Minnesota. And, Tony, I know me and you have talked about a little bit about this off the record. He is Mm – somebody's going to grab him. So, IU, this is your chance to get a good young guy. I hear the people saying, we tried that with Archie. That's great. But, like, that's the name of the game. There's a lot of up-and-comers. I'm sorry we missed, but, like – This whole Alford, like, IU guy, that's just not today's world. I don't think we need that. Now, Fife would be cool. That might be an exception. But um, the Scott Drew article, I don't know if anybody read it. There was either an SI or a local Texas article that wrote about him because he's from here. He has a Valpo connections with Homer. Some people say, why would he leave Baylor? He's got them up and running. Let's not forget, some people, it's still a huge tradition program, IU. There's just perks that outside of – recruit. there's just a lot of perks that go into it that, you know, maybe – people don't think about like there's still a lot more that you get being the iu coach and some people Mm -hmm. like that i mean at the end of the day baylor you're still in football country believe it or not i know he's got them rolling but it's still football country it still just depends on the person you know maybe they want to come to iu the tradition bring them back to glory you know what's he got to lose if we're mediocre so what? we already are if he brings us back he's the next bob knight savior so i think scott drew is honestly a legitimate candidate
0: um and that would be probably top of my list with Devries. Two questions that come to mind for me, and you could poo-poo this and say absolutely not, but does the rise of the IU football program and Tom Allen, does that help the next basketball coach at IU, or does that maybe make it less appealing knowing that there's so much popularity coming out of this football team right now?
1: I can't. I don't think. I hear what you're saying. I, I mean, I don't know if it's really either. I guess to answer, it definitely doesn't hurt it. I think we're so... Look, I'm thrilled that football's up there, and it's not a laughing stock, but... We're so far you know, away from that taking over and being like, this isn't a basketball school. I mean, we're not even remotely to that point. So it definitely doesn't mm-hmm. hurt anything. If anything, I mean, I think all coaches, you know, they're going to spend time with the other coaches and the other team. So I think they want them to be just as successful. So just getting IU the school on the map and just the program and everything just being talked about, even if it's football, it could only help with me, I guess.
0: If you're Dane Fife, you know, you're an IU guy, you're, you're beloved, you are on the last Final Four team does taking that risk to maybe leave IU in three or four years on not good terms, do you think that that plays into his decision or whether or not he wants to throw his name in the hat? Yeah, I don't know him
1: personally what he's thinking. I mean, a lot of people say he's just kind of waiting Izzo out, but I, Izzo mm-hmm. seems like he's got a little ways to go. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, my, if I were Dane 5, I would think like absolutely. IU comes calling. That's where I played. That's where I had success. Again, you've got an opportunity while it's down to be the hero. That's That's things mm-hmm. I think people are not – Remembering, they're like, who would want this job? Like, how about look at it? You know, shoes on the other foot. Why wouldn't you? You, if you save yeah. this program and get it back, you will never buy a beer again in this state. I mean, <laughs> it's just you will be the next Bob Knight savior. That opportunity is there. And if you fail, like, it's not like your career's over. People that look where Crean went, he went to Georgia. That's a power six school. You yeah. don't just get dropped off the coaching map. You'll be just back to where he's. So like, five has nothing to lose coming back here. Again, I don't know him to speak for him, but. Can't imagine he wouldn't want
0: that job if IU offered it to him. Do you think that the next head coach? It's probably more likely that he has faster success than maybe Archie had and Tom cream, just because you got the transfer portal. You've got guys that can come back because of the pandemic. I mean, if you were going to make that move and have a quick turnaround, is this not the best time you're probably ever going to 100% have?
1: It took the words out of my mouth. There's another reason I think Dolson does it because normally a coaching change is usually maybe one, two, three year transition, right? We're like, Oh great. We're going to suck for another two years. You know why we transition. This is the one time where it's like, maybe not this transfer market because for those who don't know, they're basically waiving the sit-out rule. You can transfer to any school after this year and play right away. There's no sit-out, no strings attached, no appeals, no waivers, nothing. So basically, it is going to be an absolute free-for-all in the transfer market. We're already kind of seeing it for teams eliminated. There were like 10 that hit the market just yesterday alone on a Tuesday. Yeah. So it is going to be the quickest way you can kind of, quote-unquote, rebuild your program, be you know competitive immediately, as you're saying. So if we get a new coach, that's why I think Dolson can make the change, not skip a BB like, hey, let's go grab three or four high level transfers like Baylor's been doing. Scott Drew, like, you know, uh, Iowa State used to do, um, you know, back in the day, teams like that. Oregon Altman does all the time, you know, but now you don't have to have the waiver the sit out. So, yeah, that's a great point. I think IU can make the move this year, get a new coach and quote unquote, not miss a beat to where you can fill a roster with grown-ups, you know, jun- juniors and seniors transfer and maybe have a better team next year, if anything.
0: Give me some teams either heading into their conference tournament or heading into the NCAA tournament next week that may be flying under the radar that you think uh, have a good chance to make some noise in either uh, of the respective tournaments. Yeah,
1: UC Santa Barbara.
0: Um, This has Mm -hmm. been a team I was on preseason.
1: For those who follow Big West basketball, Irvine's been kind of king of the court the last five years. I picked Santa Barbara preseason to upset them in the conference. They did win the conference. That tournament just got underway. If you're looking for futures, they're almost even money. It's almost not necessarily worth it or they just – Well, I guess if you, I'm pretty confident they win. So I guess you could still take it if you're looking for a pick, but I think they win that tournament. I think they're going to be extremely dangerous 13 seed. I think they're going to win a game. It's hard for me to say that without matchups. So take that with a grain of salt. If a four seed, maybe five seed, I'd be looking to pick off would be a, you know, Colorado level. Maybe, maybe a Nova, just Mm -hmm. because we know their injury situation without Gillespie and more probably. So um, those are the type teams, maybe a Texas tech struggles to score. So really like this Santa Barbara team, but, Otherwise, I mean, I think like you, we're looking forward to the tur- just having a tournament, and especially yeah. having it downtown. Um, you know, we both live near downtown Indy. For those who don't know, so just having kind of our backyard um, is going to be pretty awesome.
0: Although it's uh, been difficult to get tickets, oh my so gosh. we're going to have to put up a pretty penny, I'm sure. Although you know, you can go to the first round or the or the second day of the Big Ten for like two bucks. Are you going? Uh, I may go this evening just because uh, it's you get. Two, you get two games for two bucks i don't care about the teams my thing would be just to go downtown check out the atmosphere yep. how the court's set up you know i've been in there i was there at the kevin ware game where they kind of had the court set up i was there too where, where just like yeah yeah i was yeah, there as well with, yeah that's funny and and if I, if i'm not mistaken it was here that year or the year before where they they hosted the the first rounds and they kind of had the curtain in the middle of Lucas Oil and they had it set up only using half of the uh half the stadium like like it seemed that they're doing right now for the Yeah, Big i 10. think it
1: was that year they had the curtain cuz i was yeah. across from that looking at the curtain and the wear thing went down like mm-hmm. across to the left of me. Um, that, yeah, I yeah think that it was... was an eerie game to be at for
0: sure, so. Yeah. Before I let you go, and we'll talk about what you do for a living as well, give me a non-power six school – I hate to use the football reference, but it is what it is – Um, that can make – maybe not the Final Four, but a run to the Elite Eight. Is it Loyola that comes to mind at first? Um, Is there another team that's on your radar that you can look at right now and say this team can make a run at the matchups to their Elite Eight? Ugh, I hate to say Loyola because <laughs> that's the cookie-cutter answer, but yeah. I, yeah.
1: Pencil this team in St. Bonaventure. I That's one of my favorite mm. teams this year. They yep. kind of – I mean, COVID was weird in, in the A-10 this year. Kind of threw them all for a loop. Feel bad for St. Louis. St. Bonaventure, they are they play basically five guys. They're all double-digit scores. They're all really good. They They can switch everything with Welch and Holmes defensively. They struggle shooting, and then all of a sudden this last month, they've just started making threes. I think they were shooting over 50% in a four-game yep. stretch. They rolled through the A-10 tournament. I don't even know what seed, you know, I'm not a bracketologist, what seed they'll get. But that team, if they if they keep shooting threes, because that was always their thing, make Lofton and those guys shoot long twos, long jumpers, they settle for those. same Bonaventure is, they're grown, they're experienced, they have a big guy, they have um, switchable, like rangy defenders. I really like that team. I mean, they could win a couple games in the tournament for sure.
0: Well, I guess the obvious answer would have been Gonzaga. So I, shouldn't <laughs> I have, guess uh, I don't, I, can, I, I, they kind of lump them in the power. Yeah, I six, don't. Yeah. Exactly, like we know that that's going to happen. I look at maybe, and I know it, we're coming off how they played in that first half uh, in the in the championship game last night in Vegas. But BYU, I mean, I don't know if I trust harms, but he's got that he's got that postseason experience. They've got good guards; they can shoot. I mean, I, I wouldn't say elite eight, but but I certainly think a BYU can make it to the Sweet Sixteen. And another team to me that I've watched a lot that I think maybe not a sweet 16, but can make a first round exit for a higher seed would be a win. Oh, absolutely. Somebody, you know, teams do not want to draw a Winthrop. I think of like an
1: Oklahoma state or someone like that, if they get Winthrop, it could be trouble. Um, that team, you know, they, they go 10 deep, they score, they run and gun. I, it, Colorado, I keep coming back to Colorado, Colorado in that like five ish range. It's just going to be, that's probably going to be my laying lamb that I'm going to try and pick up. So I'm hoping a Winthrop gets them in a 12, five game, but There's going to be a few, and I know conference tournaments aren't solidified, so we don't know if all these good mid-majors are actually going to make it. But, no, Winthrop is definitely up there, obviously Loyola and whatnot. But, like I said, UC Santa Barbara, keep an eye out for them when you're filling out the 12-13. I would say tell somebody the office, make you look smart, but I don't know how many of you are going into an office anymore. But, uh, uh, yeah, no, it's going to be exciting. There's going to be a lot of good 12-13, 14 seats per usual this year yeah gonzaga that last night i mean they win that game last night it's like how the hell do you beat them BYU shot 68 percent in the first half and i'm like and they said gonzaga cut it to two in like three minutes in the second half i'm like what do you do like they're just they're so good now i think an illinois baylor like those type teams would be a lot of fun in like a final four game so i'm hoping we get that
0: yeah, I, I think last night, I'd love to see the numbers and how much of a bath that Las Vegas took by having Gonzaga at plus 115 on the money line at halftime, down 10. And then they, I mean, they ended up winning that game by 10 points. They almost covered. Oh my gosh, like had, the 14. They chance late. Yeah, they almost, they almost had, I mean, two missed free throws and then a three by BYU, like. There was a chance they could have covered that original 14 and a half points. Bro. I think
1: Be- Vegas was put in a tough position. I think they were at BYU, is actually up 12 and a half. You're down 12 at half. 12, it's yeah. like, you gotta. I mean, what is a fair line? There's a normal line yeah. and then there's the Gonzaga shaded line. So they were really caught between a rock and a hard place putting Gonzaga yeah. even money. Like, because if you put Gonzaga laying four or five, all of a sudden, you know, BYU up 12, getting five at half. Like, that becomes a huge, you know what I mean? A huge number. So yeah, they wow. were really you know there so I, I i hear you though
0: i feel like everyone and their mother hit gonzaga at halftime last night oh yeah kyle with us kyle appreciate your sponsoring the podcast let people know where they can find you and why right now is uh probably more the best time than ever to uh, to refinance
1: yeah absolutely not just refinance but purchase a home again caliber home loans one of the top lenders not just in indiana but the, the nation um happy to help you know like i said rates are still low i don't know how many of you follow the news and everything but Historic rates, low rates last year, just as low this year. Um, purchase market in the Indy is out of control. So um having a big name lender behind your offer actually goes a long way. Sellers do look at that. So give me a call. Happy to answer any questions. First time homebuyers as well. Um, happy to go over the ins and outs of home buying.
0: I appreciate it, my man. I'll see you soon and we'll we'll talk throughout the weekend. Awesome. thanks, Tony. All right, have a good one. All right, big thanks there. Great conversation on uh, Archie, some teams to watch out for. How about UC Santa Barbara? That's uh, watch them in their tournament. It'll probably be late night games coming up throughout the weekend. But I- I'm pumped for the tournament. We'll be back Monday with a bracket breakdown, um, some upset teams, my final four pick. We'll get some interaction Sunday night going on Twitter at Tony D, I Always appreciate that. And uh, it's here. It's, it's, it's full focus on the NCAA tournament for the next couple of weeks. Um, and i'm absolutely looking forward to it all being here in indianapolis we'll see how what what those ticket prices are and how far up they're driven uh by the fact that it's a limited amount of fans so uh we'll see how that goes and maybe we'll do a little bracket contest on espn if you guys want to hop into that that'll be a lot of fun too um and we will just make it happen if you're going to the games let me know um may hit up the big 10 here over the next couple days since the i know the wednesday night tickets are pretty cheap so As always, thanks to Flooring is Forever and Kyle at Caliber Home Loans. Uh, All their info is on my Twitter or get a hold of me if you need that info. Thanks for listening, and let's have one hell of a college basketball weekend.